So hello and welcome along to the Champ Today podcast for the second episode of 2019 as we preview the action this weekend from Kempton, Warwick, Fairy House and Punchestown on Sunday. Lads, join with us again by Thomas Kyle, trainer from Battersound County Me. Good evening, Thomas. Good evening, Barry. How are you? Not too bad. It's a late podcast tonight. You were, you were dropping a horse off somewhere, I believe. I was collecting another one, trying to fill, fill up that old stables out there, you know. Fill up the, the, the stable, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that. Um, and we have Ronan Groom from the Irish Field who will be, I suppose, leaving us for Sky Sports Racing on Sunday, Ronan. Um, television appearance for you? Yeah, yeah, they must be fairly stuck. But yeah, no, it's it's on Tuesday, actually. So, um, oh, not too okay. bad, yeah. Tuesday after racing. So, yeah. So, it should be an experience anyway. For the high streets of London. And Thomas, we'll start with you last weekend. I suppose the alley ran, ran encouraging, I suppose, in the in the first four-year-old bumper at Nace. Um, he, I suppose he, he, he turned in travelling well enough. Um, how has he been since? Are we happy with the run? Yeah, no, he's fine. He's fine. Um, do you know what? It'll probably turn out to be a fairly hot bumper when, when you hear it. When we got to the races... We've probably yeah. heard word for seven or eight horses in it. So um, it's probably a race that people could look back on. I'd say maybe the first seven or eight home are, are definitely going to win races down through the line. Um, yeah, look, in hindsight, maybe the ground was a little bit quick for him. Um, Travelled well, done everything right. Just um, they picked up another gear from, say, the two furlong pole out. And to be fair to him, he didn't stop. He just kept galloping away. Um, I know he'll go on soft ground, so maybe... In hindsight, we probably should have held powder for another while, but um, no, he'll be grand. He'll win plenty of races. He'll, he'll probably go hurdling now straight away. Um, he's fine. He'll probably he'll probably run the hurdle at the end of the month. So he'll be grand. He's one to look forward. Yeah, you were saying just I suppose there was there was plenty of ch- chat on track. I suppose um, Gordon Elliott's horse was was well fancied. Noel Meads won it well, of course, and the horse to finish second, uh, Shakespeare's. I'm not sure the the full name of, it, but that was well punted as well for Parry Roach. Um, eye catchers over the last week, Thomas. Sure, I'll come back to you. A- anything else in the last week in racing that caught your eye? Um. Well, we know um, Envoy Allen, but the horse actually that was third, um, Longhouse Poet of Martin Brazels. If you actually look at him from the last hold, he's actually caught maybe seven or eight lengths on the two boys in front of him. Um, I could imagine, look, he's going to find it very hard to, but he might be a good each way bet for something like the Ballymore again after Martin um, targeting City Island with it last year. Obviously, if Envoy Allen goes there or or one of them, um, but yeah, he, he's one definitely. He's one definitely to keep in the notebook. I think um, he's a nice horse. For enough longhouse poet, uh, cashback actually rolling caught my eye. He's, he's a horse, I suppose. No nonsense gets on with it in front. I thought he is jumping improved a little bit the last day, but he's rated one hundred and forty-four. You know, I suppose one. Sorry, over is one fifty-three now. Definitely puts him in the Arkle picture. I think he's rated the same as the highest rated horse who went into the Arkle last year, which was Hardline. So um, I think he could be an outside player. Yeah, absolutely. He did it nicely. Um, uh, just improved from his, <coughs> his first run in Avent, excuse me. Um, but I suppose if you like Cashback, you have to like uh, the run of 0-10 in behind them as well. That was a big mm. run. 
considering he was coming off a break and uh, he's the only one to really go with him and probably uh, justifiably got, got a bit tired late on and I, I think he could win plenty of decent races as well. That's uh, 0-10 for Emmett Mullins. Um, and then just one down in Cork, I'll give you as well, Barry, uh, Snugsborough Benny, who I was kind of sweet on in the mm. eight-point play. He just drifted out in a day and just all the hallmarks of a horse that was having his a prep run over hurdles really for bigger t- targets down the line you know the, the the there was no money down from it all he he went to a price where he was well punted because people thought he was well handicapped but he, he which he is over hurdles he just never um kind of traveled into the race nice and then just didn't really pick up um i still think he could win maybe a big pot down down the line now maybe something back at fairy house or punchestown uh, back over fences so that's uh, yes yeah, snugsburg many i wouldn't be giving up on him and I just suppose, Ronan, I must ask you the stories in the last week in racing. One of the big ones, of course, was the, the proposed five-day Cheltenham Festival. You were vocal enough, actually, on, on Twitter about this. Um, opinions, I don't think you're you're in favour of the five-day. I think it's an absolutely vile proposition. It's, it's just not a good idea at all. Cheltenham Festival is all about quality. And I know they're saying that, you know, you want to make it six races a day and then you only have to add two races. Mm. It's not about that. It's 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 it, you're you're lengthening the whole week then. And it's I just think it's taken it away from six races a day isn't isn't good enough for the prices they charge into Cheltenham as well. And if, if they are gonna add a race, you can guarantee it's gonna be that two and a half mile hurdle. That, that honestly the, the bare thoughts of them adding a two and a half mile hurdle, the the champion hurdle is on its knees already, like how are you going to have uh, grade one races over two miles, two and a half miles, and three miles? Like, honestly, I, I, if they do it, they'll do it for like a commercial reasons for greed, and that should never be the reason to do anything. The Cheltenham Festival is probably one of the most sacred things we have in jumps racing. It's so important to the jump season. It's the reason so many people have fallen in love with jumps racing because it, it it basically is something to look forward to every year. You start messing around with it then and trying to extend it. I think it's a terrible idea, personally, to be honest. I, I don't know what you think, but I, I just think I just hate the idea of it going to five days. Fair enough. Thomas Kyle, I'll bring you back in. Trainer's perspective. Yeah, no, I, I, I'd agree with Ron as well. It's 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 even it's long enough as it is, you know. Um, f- four days is perfect. Well, it's not even perfect. Probably even people think four days is long enough at times. Um, yeah, no, exactly. What are they? They probably put in probably a mare's chase as well or something, but to add it up because they've been hemming and hawing about that for a while, haven't they? But um, yeah. you know, look, Ch- Cheltenham's Cheltenham. It should be as as Ronan says. It's about it's about quality, not quantity. And um, yeah, I, I I can imagine everyone's kind of in the same boat. Um, it's probably more for bookmakers and and people like that to be making profit. They're hoping for five days, but no. For me, it's 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 good enough what it is four days, and that's that's enough. If it's not broke, don't fix it. And I suppose that's the thing about Cheltenham as well is every race is is is, is of such high quality, and you never get a breeder from the moment the the tapes go up in the Supreme, and you know till 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 obviously it comes down in at the Grand Annual. You just never get a breeder, and I suppose making making room for more races, um, yeah. You can see the other side of it as well, that you know, an extra day and, of course, onto a Saturday as well for commercial reasons. But uh, definitely, if it's not broke, don't fix it. I would fully agree with both of you lads. Anyway, listen, we'll start previewing the weekend's action 
Lads, we'll start with Warwick. The 150 is the Hamden Novices Chase over three miles. Um, doesn't look the hottest of affairs, but I suppose Black Hercules was one winner in recent years that 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 went on to, to Cheltenham Festival Glory um, for winning this. He won this and went on then to win the JLT back in trip. Um, Roland, roll, roll again was, was trained by Willie Mons, moved to Venetia, fell last time out and was very well fancied. That was obviously over Christmas. Highest Sun as well, two to one favourite in here. Thoughts, I suppose, for... Uh, I suppose a combination of Robbie Power, Colin Tizard, Saturday combo. Yeah. Uh, Roll again, I suppose, was he was well in for that uh, handicap chase at Kempton. Um, he, he, I think he was six or seven pounds well in on his mark because he, he was reappearing, reappearing quick enough off it um, and then fell, unfortunately. So that was a bit of a, a pity for connections there. But he, he has turned the corner for Venetia and sure. obviously Venetia horse is still running quite well. Uh, this race is going to cut up a lot because obviously the likes of the conditional there and Bobo Mac have, all, have already been declared for the classic chase later on the card. Yeah. So it's going to be a smallish field, I think. Um, like the way um, Highest Sun did it at Plumpton the last day, uh, one on heavy ground. Warwick takes a bit of getting, I think, defences there as well. Um, and he has some nice form. He's, he, he was third to Champ at Newbury and he was second to Pym at Ascot. Uh, now that's a nice form in the book. Uh, so he, he deserves to be favoured. I'd say um, I'll probably wait to declaration to see if I can have a play or whatever. But uh, I'd say he'd be tough enough to beat on the, on with on those sort of form lines. Well, Tom, did you talk? Um, I didn't look into it to depth, but um, I did like roll again. Um, when he bet Bobo Mac, um, the time before he fell. Um, it should be an interesting race because on ratings there's actually three of them rated 142. You have the skeleton horse, Ardy then, um, obviously highest son and roll again. They're all off one four two. Um, on the prices, roll again's probably the value because I think he's nine to two, where the others are kind of two to one, nine to four. On yeah, that, he might he might be a bit more um, uh, more of a kind of play at that kind of price. Obviously, uh, the time you bet Bobo Mac, he was fairly. I think he made all. Um. So you can imagine Warwick takes a bit of jumping. It's actually, um, I was there before and I've galloped around it. It's it's a lovely track, but it can get very soft. I actually didn't see what the ground is like. Um, but as Ronan says, it does take soft. a lot of getting. Yeah, it takes a lot of getting. Um, yeah, but I just have, I'd have slight preference probably for roll again at the prices. Okay, fair enough, lads. Uh, Ronan, you you were going to side with highest sun. Yeah, I'll go with highest sun. Yeah. Fair enough, lads. Let's come on to the two and a half mile, which is the, the Ballymore uh, Leamington Novices Hurl, two and a half miles. Uh, the fa- the favourite in here, guys, Shan Blue, uh, for, 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 the, for the skeleton team. He won, I suppose, what was it, two, two, two to seven he went off last time, uh, went in here. His nice form, I suppose, tied in with Chantry House and Edwardstone um, from last year, in last year in bumpers. But the interesting one here I thought was the, the, the Irish Raider, Deckard Irlande. Tom, do you know much about the, this dairy trainer, Noel Kelly? Um, what, yeah, the, I mean, this horse was running point to points in April and he's rated 145 now. Um, what's your thoughts? Yeah, um, I don't know. Did you see in the last day he won in was a Catterick and he bet, um, he bet a horse that's rated around 140. And Noel McParlin rode him the last day 
it was like never horse never saw a horse come home as easy. <laughs> never he never moved on him. It was it was yeah. incredible. Um he yeah, he, he came from the point of point he actually in his first handicap he was bet around Sligo. Um but the horse that bet him was is probably an improver mom. Oh, the name's not coming to me. I think it's Victor Wilson. He's he won three or four last summer. He's kind of, a bit of a, yeah. He's a bit of an old Sligo specialist. I think he won a chase in Sligo at the end of the year. Um, he bet him, but I think I think he gave him. I think it was top weight versus bottom weight. But he's gone then, and um, he's had his two runs in England, and he's looked very impressive. I think he's up to a rating of one hundred and forty-five. That's correct. Uh, correct yeah. runs. Yeah. Um, I actually can't just get the race in front of me, but um. He, um, yeah, no, that day, um, I actually seen that race. I don't know why I seen it. Oh, it was on, it, um, one of the lads had it on Facebook. He looked very impressive, yeah. And, um, just to talk about Noel Kelly, um, definitely he's a trainer to look out for. He's very, very shrewd. Probably hasn't got the high profile horses like this, but, um, when, when he, he knows the time of day, he, he has a good few winners around Dundalk and that, and, um, he, if he has a good one, he can get it ready. I would. I wouldn't be too worried about just the Noel Kelly, a small trainer. Definitely one. Definitely one to keep an eye on. Yeah, that's the. This was the the seven year old that was running in point to points in April of last. I just thought it was very interesting. As you said, I, that it was it was it was mightily impressive. The one I thought was interesting here on him was Harry Senior. Um, again, he's formed tied in with, with Edward Stone and 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 earlier earlier in the year. I, I just thought his form was the best um over hurdles. And I think I think back sorry, up in trip, uh, up to two, he, he won last time out at Chepstow over over or two 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 miles two miles and three furlongs on heavy ground. He jumps very well as well. He's just I thought he might be one that, that might be slowly going in the right direction. Yeah, uh, definitely in the native river colours, of course, as well. Uh, Sporting so John. Sporting John was the other horse. Uh, I suppose he, he came second early in the at Exeter and then yeah. went down to entry uh, behind yeah, Edwards. Exactly, yeah. And uh, Tizard uh, Novice is obviously going really strong this year, so he should have a good handle of how good he is if he does indeed run here. Um, yeah, I... I, I, I other than now, it was take, it was taken by Decor Decor or Day. I mean, like if you um if you take that run at uh, Catrick, was it? And he, yeah. the horse he beat was Mercy and Prince. Now he hasn't been in the best of form this Mercy and Prince, but he he's a rating of one hundred and thirty eight, and um he's given him Decor Irland Day has given him nearly a stone, and he's absolutely bolted up. Like if, if you were taking that technically, and I'm not sure you can because I don't know what sort of rating. Um, Mercy and Prince is around to there, probably not as high as 138, what she is. But if, if yeah. he did say, then you'd have Decker in uh, something serious because he's absolutely bolted up. Um, he'd be interesting. What sort of, do you have the market there? Do you know what sort of price he is, Barry? So at the moment, he's seven to two best price, and there's plenty of money for Decker. Chad Blue three to one, and Harry Senior five to one, Keenan for the Queen. Um, Who's trending all over Twitter at the moment? Plenty of years, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mo- Mossy found it be an interesting one as well. I don't know if you saw his last race at Cheltenham; just got snatched up coming coming around the, tar- the turn there. And I'm not sure if he'd have won or anything. But um, yeah, no, I, I I seen that race. He, he, yeah. he definitely looked like he was going to be in the in in the shake up. All right. Um, yeah. I, yeah. He actually probably turning in. I thought for a second he was going to win. All right, that day. Um, I think we all fancied the horse that was second. Um, Fergal O'Brien's horse was it? 
for that race, but I do remember watching. Yeah, that's what Rhodes won the race, and uh, yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, he, he was interesting. Yeah, he like he's better than that run and that the fourth is there, and uh, I see Sam Twitch and Davis is jocked up already. So I think they're going to run here. So it's a good little race, this I think. But Decker there, uh, Decker Irlande is definitely the most interesting runner there. I'd be looking at him. I'd say. You're just saying, yeah. Vis- vis- visually, he was. If you want to take that literally, as as you said, the form is uh, vi- visually was exceptional. I've never seen a horse come home as easy as as the Kerderlande, um, the last the last him a Catterick. But lads, let's move on to Kempton, the two forty horses the feature, the Lanzarote handicap hurdle over two and a half miles as Notre Perry. Done it fantastic. In fairness, has to be said at entry last time off one twenty two which may, I suppose, prove a, a low enough mark for me. Went up eight pounds, which I thought was fair, maybe on the on the, on the lenient side. Um, six-year-old lads have a great record in this race, and I, I'm pretty sweet on one. It's not natural, Perry. I'll tell you in a little while, but I'm going to let Ronan Groom come in here and um, dissect this this big handicap on Saturday. Yeah, I think um, natural, Perry is the rightful favourite. Um, I, lo- I, I like the way... Now, Ronan. Say again? Five to two now at excess. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's probably about right. I think there was three to one around um, just when the race declared today. Um, look, the, it, just another 24 hours to go until Saturday morning. Uh, the market could move again, but anything above three to one, I'd be taking about this horse. Um, he's the, He sticks out like a sore, sore thumb here, I suppose. He's the one kind of real unexposed type who's coming here off a big win. Uh, he won smooth enough at entry in what looked a good race. He's up eight pounds for that, but you know he's he's progressive enough, I think, to um, to get by that eight pounds. Um, anything but three to one, I I I'd be all over that. Um, there's a couple there at the top of the market that are interesting enough, like Burrow's Edge, who's come back over hurdles. Uh, he fell the last day over fences, and he looked like he he might have finished second. Um, to a horse of Tom George's, the name escapes me actually now. Um, and if he did finish second, he probably ran better than his rating here of 132. So he could be okay treated, but you know, there's a lot of ifs and buts there. Uh, and then you're just looking at a few, the likes of Burroughs Park and Vive Leroy. And they're good, solid handicappers, I suppose. Uh, just not, wouldn't have as much leeway for improvement, I suppose, off their marks. Um uh, the one I thought that might be interesting is a horse that Nigel Twiston Davies called, and I'm going to murder this, whatever it is. It's called Echikire or Echikire? Exchequer, is it? Exchequer, is it? Well, I want to say Exchequer, but it's not spelled like Exchequer. It's, yeah, I don't even know if it's French or, but anyway, I'm sure you'll be able to find it after that. That's what you'd be calling Rebecca in Ohio. Go on. You can edit that out. <laughs> Go on. Anyways, um, yeah, at your career, ran. It won. It uh, won on his, uh, his debut there for Nigel Twist and Davies at Hexham. Uh, won really well, and then ran fifth time hill at Chepstow in. Um, that grade two at the beginning of the season. Uh, the big question will be: Will you be winning on your debut? Probably not. <laughs> uh, uh, on. Fiddler on the roof was second in that race uh, to Time Hill. Um, 
and he finished fifth in it. And then he went on and ran sixth in the the hay, the big Haydock race. I think it's the fixed what was known as the fixed brush. He it's ran okay there. He stayed. Um, he bombed last time, but it, I, I think that run was too bad to be true. And coming back to this sort of trip off a mark of 130, I think he's around 16 to one shot. Uh, I thought he didn't. Could be worth a go with that sort of price, but I think going back to the favorite there, not Chapri, I think he's pretty solid. And if you could get three to one or seven to two about him, I'd be taking that. Fair enough, Thomas Kyle. Did you dissect this big handicap, the Lanzarote, um, at 240 Kempton on Saturday? Yeah, look, I had a quick look. Look, Ollie Murphy's probably is, uh, he probably is worthy favor. Um, just what Ronan went through a good few of them, just one, um. I thought was of interest is actually the top weight of um, Neil King's. Um, Bryony Frost is back on taking over uh, from seven pound claimer the last day. I think as well the last day the horse likes better ground. Um, good to soft, or even, even better. Um, the last time in Kempton was soft, nearly soft to heavy. So I put a uh, put a line through that. If you go back to his run in um, Newbury, he ran in a pretends qualifier and he actually led over the second last. Um, was still there at the last, but probably just didn't get home. He's gone down three pounds now for that run. Um, I think maybe just to drop back slightly in trip as well. Um, and with Briny back on him, I think if he goes from the front, he might be good enough. He might be good each way bet at um, uh, twenty twenty five to one. He his last win in March was one hundred thirty seven. He's back down to one hundred thirty nine. So he's in and around where where he could be winning from. So um. He might be he might be a dark outsider for someone. Fair enough. So there's one there was one here. I mentioned six year olds record in the race. I think six of the last ten winners were six year olds. There's a horse in here, lads, that I think might be on a lovely mark, and that's tight call of Tim Vaughan's. Now, I know they do like him. I've heard that. Um, I like him as well. He's a hundred, rate one hundred and nineteen lads, um, and he's been. He's, look, he's been off for, for eighty four days. Alan Johns is down to ride. There has been market support for the horse. Um, apparently, he's had a wind up since his last run, and a tongue tie is applied for the first time. But um, I think, listen, I think he could be a sleeper in here. I think he's he's a horse that will end up. Rated a lot higher than one nineteen. I think he is on a nice mark. Likes to. I think he will. He will race prominent as well. Um, the better the ground as well. Like he wouldn't want any more rain between now and Saturday. But um, he's a horse that I think he's a maller horse actually. And and Thomas, he he, he finished third in a bumper in Galway for a, a Waterford trainer by the name of. Roger McGrath. Roger McGrath as well at thirty three to one. So um, he's a horse. I think that um. I know that they like him in Vaughan's and he is one that I think that could be a sleeper in the market here. Uh, but I do I do agree with you, lads. Not sure Paris looks three to one, I think would be a fair price on him run. I agree with you on that. Um he's five to two now at Bet XS, but you can't get three to one. Um but that's that's my opinion in here. So hopefully he'll be in my eight points to play on Saturday. That is tight call. Moving on, lads, to the other race at Kempton, which is a Sylviaco County um, chase. Last year's winner here is odds on top notch. He, of course, won at, at entry over hurdles and back was a winner, sorry, at the Peterborough chase as well. So he's coming in here in good form. But I have to say, lads, eight pounds, he's rated eight pounds higher. And I just think they should be well, I thought there should be disputing favouritism here, uh, more so than, the, I suppose, the difference in price. Flawed on, uh, Thomas mentioned Bryony Frost there as well. So she rode two winners in the, in, the, in the week for Neil King. So she's coming in here on form. 
And I just think um, they should be probably closer to, to, to joint favouritism. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's thrown and run to 168 on the, his two races this season. I just yeah, he, could, he couldn't have the last day. He looked he looked very lackluster the last day behind like Native River. I know like Native River is a good horse, but like he from the second fence, you knew he was never going to get involved in that race. Yeah, well, that's um, right, thought. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. I, I, I think they could disagree with the same sort of horses last year, even at Aintree when he made his seasonal debut. Um, I think they need to run him back at Cheltenham. That Cheltenham, the two, two five course there, he lights up around there. I don't know yeah. why they're avoiding the place. Um, even, even in the handicaps, run him off top way. I think that's where he, he, that's his bread and butter. Um. <laughs> It's interesting. The top notch is is fairly solid, I guess, but he only beat this uh, Cotto Rico three quarters of his length uh, there the last day. Um, I've never heard of a trainer. This Tom Gretton um, trains out of Worcester, I think, uh, and he's entered this Cotto Rico in the Gold Cup. I'm pretty sure I saw. So um, I don't know. He's just come from nowhere, and uh, he's he's actually two pounds I think he's, yeah, yeah well. I was going to say two pounds better off, isn't he? Two pounds better off for three quarters of a length. You know, top notch is fair, you know he's a he's a real battler, you know, and could just out battle him again if it did come down to it. But I just thought it was interesting. I think he's around six to one. Um, you know, so if, yeah. I I just think if Frodon got into a rhythm, obviously you said like he. We we, we 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 spoke about the strength of that. Well, what we thought was the strength of that race with Bristol, the Mayan loss in translation. So, off 169, were you really expecting Frodan to get very competitive there at the business end? I, I just think he'd be he'd be better. This this be he'd be more suited to this course and distance winner as well. Uh, coming back in here, getting into a rhythm, Briny Frost in front, and I just think the way the way Cato the way the Cato Rico ran the last day, like he was he was out a nine year old, he was off the bride a long way out as well, and he kind of just I think stayed on more so. Um, to and, and nearly, nearly ran top notch down, so that was just my opinion on this. But um, thought that I've made my opinion known, haven't I, lads? <laughs> Thomas, yeah, um, just that 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 Cato Rico, he is interesting. Um, yeah, it's uh, like to be honest, top notch probably shouldn't be bad. I just thought Frodon was very lackluster last day. I couldn't. I want to see a bit of a spark here before you could go again on him. Um, I do agree with Roland. Like I can't see why they keep skipping Cheltenham because that is his his track, and he bounces away and goes. Um, yeah, look. Um, on ratings, he should be winning, but I wouldn't be having him. I'd have top notch. Contrasting opinions for Sivriaco Conti Chase Rodemont, or sorry, um, Thomas, I'll come to you. Let's go to Ferry House on Saturday, which is the Dan Moore Memorial Chase. Get a bird was impressive at Gore in the last day. I thought the form maybe hasn't stand, stood up as well as we we thought with Paloma Blue getting beat um, last day last time when he when he went over to was it Sander was it? Um, but uh, anything in here, I suppose, at a, at a bigger price. Um, just one that's interesting down near the bottom um, is a former Cheltenham winner, Rock the World. I know his form has gone completely like both seems third maybe in Galway there in October, but off 10 stone, a horse that can knows how to gallop and jump over two mile. Um, 
it'll be interesting to see who will ride him off that weight. Um, I know they're kind of using maybe Simon Torrens a little bit, JP's outfit to take seven off. If he maybe went on him and he had nine stone seven, I think he'd, he'd, think he'd lose. Um, he could be, it's a funny track, Kildori. He had an awful fall the last day. I couldn't have him. Um, the horse, um, Gordon's horse, Avenir Dunvi, he won. He won over course and distance the last time. Um, he was impressive, actually. Yeah, he was. It was kind of a Gordon Elliott race, to be honest. Um, I think he had the first three home or something. Um, he, yeah, he he could be, he could be interesting. All right. Um, I think did did uh, Keith on who ride him the last day? No. Jack Kennedy, Jack Kennedy. Um, yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, it's it's a tricky little race. Um, Articulum as well. He was third in the in the Arkle. He got he fell the last day. Um, I'd say Philip Enright will ride him. Um, I haven't got any prices in front of me. I don't know have you, but uh, not um, sure it is priced up, is it? Yeah. It's, not, it's not actually it's not actually priced up at the moment. But imagine Gettysburg would be. I'd imagine, yeah, look, more get, more for this. If Getterbird's back to himself, he, he's going to be hard to beat in a, in a handicap. Um, yeah, yeah, I go with him. But maybe Rock the World, he'd be just interesting if he is a bit of a price and maybe you like waiting his back. 12-year-old now. I suppose he has plummeted a fair bit yeah, in the racing. But look, yeah, second, uh, I suppose second season now. Well, no, sorry, not a second season. Moving into open company this year, Getterbird. Uh, 151 now, Ronan. Could you see him winning off this mark? Yeah, as you said yourself there, the form of that race hasn't really worked out too well. Uh, Paloma Blue kind of disappointing a bit, and uh, Castlebrook was a novice. And I remember marking the run up at the time because he was a novice, but um, he didn't exactly do himself. I know he was in a good good race then at Limerick, taking on Sam Crow and Fahina. I just would have liked him to got a bit closer over the same sort of distance he ran so yeah. close to Edinburgh, you know. Uh, I'm quite sweet on one here, and I'm really interested if he runs. Um that's uh, Henry de Bromhead's Arvika Blue. Um, any opportunity to back a Henry de Bromhead two mile chaser, I suppose. But if you <laughs> go back to his last run, uh, uh, for them, one of them. I am indeed. Yeah, notebook being being the main one, I suppose. But um, go back to this horse's last run in Turles. He fell at the last when uh, just about to challenge, or he was even in front. I think he was going to beat Expatriate. And even earlier in that race, he got bashed around at the first. He, I think he, uh, he nearly he got nearly taken out at the fourth or the fifth. Still ended up in front, coming to the last in front over expatriate, and he, he's taken a fall there. If you go and look what uh, this, the expatriate has done after that, he's won a nice handicap uh, at Gordon Park. Uh, ben Rubin went on to run well in a grey tree. And they're both kind of expatriate, I think, you know, high 140s now. Um and Arvika Blue is, is getting in here off a mark of 133. I just think he's he's well handicapped. Um, I'm not really sure he's well handicapped. And if if it is a case that he's declared here and that they've just saved him for, for a nice pot that this is, I'd be really interested in him. You go back to his earlier form that season, he ran second to Duke of the Thai. Uh, Duke of the Thai won this race last year, if I'm not mistaken. Just sorry, just check. Yeah, he did. Yes, yeah, so he ran second to Duke of the Thai in the Easy Fix race. That's the the race on the the winter meeting on Saturday, and Duke and Ty went on to win this race. So that's really strong form. Um, so I'd be really sweet on Arvika Blue if he if he does line up here. I think he's well handicapped off 133. Um, no, loads of scope to improve as well. He's he's only a second season horse. So um, 
Yeah, Henry de Bromwich, well, chaser. That's well handicapped. I think that's the that's the rock solid road road to profits. I reckon. Yeah, listen, I think Getabird is the interesting one in in here. I'd imagine he would be. <laughs> Imagine maybe hot enough in here. It all, all, all depends, I suppose, how many, how many is actually declared. There is one in here that I mentioned last week, lads. He, he was down for Nace, and he's in here. Thomas, you just mentioned him already. And in the words of his trainer, Ted Walsh, he's like the mother, daft. <laughs> if he ever settles down, he's not a bad horse. He's not short of ability and will loads of ra- he, sorry, he'll win loads of races, but mark my words, daft is not the word for him. And that's Ted Walsh's comments after back, well, it's, it's back quite a while ago now for Kildowry. He was very well punted the last the, the last day at Fairy House. You mentioned the race at Avenue. He was beaten at the time, lads, but I just think the way he travelled through that race, he was very, very keen. Obviously, Ted said he's daft, he's a bit of a head case. Uh, jumps well enough, obviously, he fell the last day, but he does jump well. It, the only, the only thing I would say is he was he was very very keen and, and probably I suppose blew blew any chance of winning, but he was obviously in good enough form. They they, they punted him in the last day, and I just think of one one thirty three. He might be one. There might be a little bit more juice in the mark there, and that's Kildowry. So if, I suppose if he did turn up on on, on a going day, if the fall I suppose didn't affect him, like, would, would that be a worry for you, Tom? He took an awful fall the last day. Yeah, um, just it, like. Some horses take it. He 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 got tired, and it was one of them where the neck went in under him, and you're kind of oh, um. But he did get up. Um, yeah, no, look, there's no better man than Ted to know if he's right or not. And um, it, that's it, that's six weeks ago or so now, so he should, should be he should be a okay. I remember it actually. It was an awful fall because yeah, yeah, he was he was Darrow him. I think was it. Yeah, he's well supported uh, that day. Yeah, Dar- yeah, you're, you're you're correct and right. Let's double double check that, Derek Keith. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anything else to add in this one, lads? Before we move on to to punch us down. No, that's that's all right yeah. for me. Yeah, no, get, yeah, yeah, get, so, a, get a get a bird should 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 be if he, if he's back to the horse that he was going to be, he he should be well able to take these. You'd imagine. Fair enough, lads. Let's move on to Punchestown on Sunday. Two hot races in here. The, the 105 will start with the Kalani Novice, Novice Chase, Bapam. Some nice entries in here, lads. Bapam, City Islands, I suppose two, two to mention. City Island was disappointing the last day, wasn't he, over Christmas on debut, Tom? What was your thoughts on that? And I suppose... Yeah. Mark, um, yeah. It's, just, it's just interesting now. Um, well, it was interesting that they started them at two mile for for his beginners, I think this is this is going to be more up his street. They'll be going a, a stride slower, and um, he jumped. He he actually jumped all right in the start of the race, and it was only when kind of when when they were asked to quicken up from the back of that ditch, um, and he made an awful mistake the second last, um, and his race was over. I think he he actually did pull up. I think, um, but I, I'd imagine this is more this is more like it, um. It's going to be a tough race. Um, you'd wonder if Willie's going to run the two, but Paul more carefully selected, carefully selected. Um, he made a couple of mistakes. Without he, trying um, to, yeah, without 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 trying to to, to second guess Willie Mullins because it's been quite hard. But but Paul was in last week over two miles. Jumping was very quick actually last last time at at at, um, at Nace. I thought he was going to run last week. Mm. I was actually I was actually surprised he didn't. Well, I thought he's he's he's, he's interesting. Two two mile four, I don't think it'd be a problem. He j- jumps well, you know. 
Carefully selected. Um, he bet um the horse of Matthew Smith. He was third. He he was third in that Grade One. I know there's only three runners. Um, Lord Smith. Yeah. He, yeah, that's the one. He don't he done well to win because I, I do remember he made a he made a bad mistake. I think Danny rode him. I think did he lose his irons or something? He still he still was going away at the finish to win by three or four lengths. Um, yeah. He he's a good horse. He's a good horse, but um, it'd be interesting. You'd like to see City Island. Like for a horse that won the Cheltenham Festival and and that I know, it's hard enough. He you'd imagine he could have picked an easier race. He could have went into a beginners again. It'd be obviously to to pitch him in here in um in the Grade Three novice um in Martin's obviously not he's a, obviously bullish enough to do that. You know. Yeah, Tom. Another horse you actually like on Cheltenham last year was Dallas to pick down. I suppose. You know, last time was a little bit disappointing at Cork, but he did win his beginners um, at Gorn by, by 20 odd lengths. So he was, he's one maybe to could go back to farming here as well. Yeah, he, he, he was he was big talk, but the, the race he actually won in Gorn, the horse that he bet, he ran in that Martinstown, the opportunity race that we were there in Nace. So I think he mm. pulled up, so I wouldn't be reading too much into that. Um, for sure, I think um, we were saying last year, Gordon fancied him as one of his best chances in the Cheltenham Festival, and he got bet by Joseph's horse uh, early doors in the the boys' race, the conditional race. Yeah, uh, but I, I think we all were here and thoughts that he was a, a graded horse and a handicap. But he hasn't, he hasn't, he hasn't come out the, this side of it this year. He was well bet in, um, he was well bet in Cork the last day as well. He'd be more of a. He could be one of your for your four miler race. If you get all them horses into that Cheltenham race, it could be some race. I'd say he could be something maybe down the lines for something like that. Give me awful abuse over that battle over Diane for the four miler. Seems probably an unlikely after last day, but um, yeah, I just think he's a boy. He won't be winning the RSA anyway. That's for sure. What about you? What about Ronan Groom? What's he, What's his thoughts here? Yeah, I, I just following up up on um, Dallas Spickdons. I liked him at the start of the season as well. Like after that race, he won by twenty lengths, and I know it was a nothing race. But he, yeah, he was disappointing the last day. I suppose, I suppose with the likes of him, you're getting uh, you're getting into a stage now where trainers are starting to look at Cheltenham, and they're starting to look at their handicap marks, and they're just thinking. You're, I suppose, you're just wary of that, or whether you know his best day might be ahead of him, uh, and they're thinking about something like the Close Brothers or something like that, because uh, he ran so well at Cheltenham last year, and you remember he's really well punted for the Martin Pipe, I think. Yeah, tanked around there and uh, probably should have won. He hit the fr- hit the front too soon, through no fault. I think it was Dona Myler riding him. He's just going so well, you know. He kind of had to send him on, but um, yeah. So another day for him. I'm. I think this poem could be. Uh, I'm not sure. Will Willie run two of them? He probably won't. But uh, this poem, I'm not. I don't really get him to be honest, because he was. Um, I see Paul Keady put him up. I think for the article during the week. Uh, in the did week. You, but did you see his? Did you see his jump in the nest last day? Yeah, I can kind of. I can remember. He's not your natural sort. He's. he's he, I. I just. I, I don't mean to interrupt you. He, he's not your natural sort of two mile big stocky. Uh, you know. T- specimen of a chaser like but his jumping from A to B at Nace I thought between himself and Cashback like I think the two of them are 
quite smart as as two mile chasers for this year. Yeah, he's a, he's class like he is classy. Like he, he got up to like one sixty or or at least uh yeah, he got to around one sixty as as a hurdler, you know, but he done most of his running over three miles. Uh, I'm just not sure. You know, it's all well and good doing it over two, three in a beginners at, at Nace, and then you you moving into the big leagues. Then I just I just didn't see him as a as a Arkel kind of horse. Um, stand open to correction, obviously, and and, and we're wrong before. But uh, if you're giving me him, if say if they're both wrong, which they probably won't, if you're giving me him and Curfee selected, I take Curfee selected. I mean, I think he could be uh, an absolute star. I mean, if you look even look last season. The whole year was ruined by the the ground. They didn't want to run him. He wins his maiden hurdle, and then he goes to Punchstown off the, a bare maiden hurdle win and runs third to Manella Indo, like uh, on his second ever start over hurdles. Like that's serious, uh, a serious effort, really. Um, I think he could be a, I think he could be a possible superstar over over fences if they if they get 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 working with his jump. And I know he made that clangor the last day, but I think it says a lot about him that he he went on and won. Um and City Island, yeah, it's you'd be you'd be you'd be quite worried about him because he's a good record fresh and you just never got going at Leopardstown and I know Punchestown has a habit of horses I suppose thrown in state you know over the top. Um but I just thought it I just thought he ran so bad. It was a bit of a worry, wasn't it? Even at the back end of last year, how bad he did run. Like you know, you've seen horses, I suppose, go to Cheltenham, win the races. The world is the world is their is their oyster, and and then come on to maybe punch some, maybe just run a little bit flat, maybe finish third or fourth. But I thought his run was quite bad last year. Punch some. Yeah, there's big, big spaces between his runs last year. You know, like they didn't they didn't over race him at all. So. And then when he did have to kind of show up quick again, uh, to my knowledge, there was nothing that came to light either, which was no. I think it was just they said end end of season or whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's you know, wouldn't be uh, in a hurry to go supporting him again after after that uh, debut over fences. But it's a very interesting race, and I suppose we'll uh, we'll learn more about them for sure. Uh, you'd love to see all three of them declared, but I presume Willie is going to only run one, one of the two. Um, and uh, I'd say, if I was guessing, I I hope that he'd run carefully selected over the two and a half miles if he is thinking about two miles for the poem. So uh, yeah, it's an interesting race for sure. Fair enough. But Pom turns up, he wins. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm turning into a big Bapam fan here. I'm, I'm, I'm actually. I, I just. In I just the last five minutes. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I just thought he was good at Nace. I think. I think you take a bit of stop him wherever, wherever he does go. Um, Cheltenham obviously may, may be a different story. Um, we might have to come back on that. But two forty at Punch Sandwich, lads, lads is the big one. It's the it's the two miler, uh, the Moscow Flyer. Novices hurdle grade two. Give you some of the past winners. Uh, Felix Stegi, get a bird, of course, any second now. Min Duvan and Vatour. What about that for a roll of honour, lads? Gordon Elliott has all the aces in here, it seems. Um, easy work, Abacadabras, Andy Dufresne all entered. I think uh, the Gordon committee was on the HRI, the press release on the HRI website. Um, it looks probably between the two, easy work and, and Andy Dufresne. Of of the ones he will run, Ronan, but I suppose if he did run the two of those, 
who would you be with and why I, I know the answer to this I think uh, I'd be with Easy Work uh, I think he's a little underrated because he hasn't won at a big track yet as such but he beat uh, a very talented Willie Mullins horse at Limerick um, he bet him out the park by 22 lengths maybe the heavy ground is, is important to him but I think he's I think he's a bit of a tool this Easy Work and the Andy Dufresne bubble was burst a little the last day. I don't know. Um, I spoke to um, Paul Nolan actually this week for another reason, but we were just talking about latest exhibition, and he's hoping that Andy Dufresne ran up to his mark, but he's not too sure. We did mention, obviously, that Conflated was third that day, and he ran okay in the grade one last Sunday, so maybe that form is okay. But I think he has a bit, just a little bit to prove now, Andy Dufresne. Um Couple of the others, uh, Captain Guinness. Did you see his maiden hurdle win? <laughs> yeah, like I mean, not like a Henry de Bromhead horse to come out and win a twenty to one uh, without even having a. Was his first run on the on the racetrack? Was it? Yeah, and he's well related actually. Well, depends where you want to look at Jerry's back. Um, <laughs> Jerry's back, but he's related to him actually. Yeah. And the, yeah, horse, the, the horse, the horse that he beat that's as well funny. was going to win in Cork there the other day. I think um, the horse, yeah, I think he was nearly home and toes, and he he tipped up at the second last. So the form isn't obviously the worst, you know. Yeah, uh, Blackpool fell at the last that day, but I I still think Captain Guinness was going to would beat him. The way he finished out finished out the race was was very impressive. So. When you see a horse hitting the line like he did at Navan. It was, it was, it was, it was, was quite taken. It might be a big ask for him to come in here and beat easy work, uh, given what he's done on the track. I think. What do you think? Yeah, probably. I mean, I had easy work ahead of him in the market, but um, yeah, he didn't, not you not too much because he, he that was impressive, you know, and um, he's going to get a bit of weight off off uh, easy work, obviously, because he's only he's a couple of wins and Andy Dufresne the same, um. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, yeah, if a favourite easy work in the market, I think he's done a lot more. But um, yeah, I'd definitely be interested. I'd be fearing Captain Guinness, say, if I was an easy work backer. Um, I think Janadil uh, would probably run in the Betfair hurdle. Um, I think he's entered there for Willie Mullins. Yeah. And, uh, there's not much else there I can see that would be would 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 be dangerous, I suppose. So. Um, yeah, good little race again, but yeah, easy work for me, I think. It was actually at Down Royal. He's, 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 he's come a long way in a short space of time, this easy work. I was at Down Royal when he won his bumper. Uh, the start of the year, he was, he was well fancied that day. Jamie Codd Cod rode him, and as he said, he goes on then to beat Mount Leinster, and then on, on, on to beat uh, Unexpected and beat him convincingly. 22 lengths at Limerick. Um, over, over, over Christmas and you put him up that day as well Ronan Groom has to be said but Andy Dufresne is, listen, listen it's it's hard to Thomas I'll, I'll ask you about this he was a horse I suppose that had the, the world at his feet at bumpers last year it was, it was an amazing story as well with the girl that bought him but a lot of people are saying back to two miles might suit him a little bit better than, than two and a half at, than at Navin I think Kevin Blake put, had, had a better column Sorry, Colin for Betfair today, saying that he thinks I suppose he jumped so slick on his debut at Navin. You know, would he would have been seen the best effect back to two? Yeah, no, and, and you can see as well. And he tra- he travelled 
Pierce well that day. Um, and his, I remember the day he won his maiden hurley, he was electric over his. Um, Mark Walsh kept it simple and he, he bounced him out. And he was very good. Yeah, look. Um, yeah, look. It, it, it really depends if he if there did did a, did something come to light when he when he ran the last day. No, did not say he was. He had mucus or something. No, as well. No. Who's no. that for? Uh, Andrew Dufresne, no. I don't think so. Uh, no. Did you call him Andrew Dufresne? Andy Dufresne. Should I call him Andrew? Go on. His first name's Andrew, I'm sure. Yeah, go on. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I couldn't, you couldn't see him pitching the two of them against each other either. Easy work against them. Um, one horse that might be interesting. I don't know if he does run, is Joseph O'Brien's horse, Meticulous. Do you remember he was second the day Abigdabish ran out and he was second to Envoy Allen in the bumper Oof. in Leperstown? Um, then there was money for him for in the Cheltenham bumper. I think Dunica owed him. Um, to be pitched in here, I'd be surprised maybe if he did run. You'd imagine he, he could pick up a maiden hurdle before he kind of pitches. I mean, it's interesting that he does, for his first hurdle run, have him entered in here. Um, I don't suppose that sort of thing, though, doesn't he? he yeah, he like to me, and he, I know he has the other one. The other horse he is in, he pulled that out with the ground last Sunday, didn't he? Wasn't that in in Boy Allen's race? Yeah, uh, could have been. Yeah, wasn't he pulled out? I think he was pulled out on the day of the race, so he was. Um, but he had no meticulous. Um, to be fair as well, he um, I seen him. Last year, and I could imagine, I was saying if he got a summer's grass, he he looked very fit, and and you know he's a horse that probably was going to develop another little bit. Um, he could be interested maybe if he was in this because, as we're saying, is is Gordon going to run this? Is is Willie going to run this? If this could only be five or six runner race at the end of the day, you know. Yeah. Um, like um, he could be just interesting um, that he is pitched in there um, with them mighty colours on his back. Um, he's out of uh, refinement. Yeah. Champion yeah. Mumper winner. He's out, yeah, he's, he's interesting. And fame, he's a... fame, fame and glory. Yeah. I remember being at a Cheltenham preview uh, last year, the featured Eamon Dunphy. I think it was Rob Catterson was there from Paddy Power on, on, on the day and he he was asked basically, you know, what the money was for in the last couple of days, or whatever. This was obviously in the lead up to the champion bumper. And um, he said, we're after taking a right few pound today around the Pilltown area on this meticulous. So he was he was on my um, he was on my shortlist last year. Just interesting that you mention him. Um, they obviously they obviously thought he had a chance going in last year. There was quite a bit of money for him that day. And it was, it was about a week before Cheltenham last year. But um, obviously Joseph and Sempo as well. But there's one here, horse, and I want to ask you about this horse, Ronan Group. Because we've mentioned him already. He's in the race here. He's 8-1. to one. Not sure if he'll run. Is there anything to be said for Blackboard turning up in the Albert Bartlett? He's the most gorgeous looking horse. I don't know if you've ever seen him. Um, but he just strikes me as a horse three miles come near the end of the season that's where we're going to see him and in those graded races yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised now if he if that's where he ended up and 
open trip might be might suit him as well. Um, yeah, as I said, I just you know, I thought he looked beaten at the last when. Um... Oh, and my my theory on this is just you often see with these, I suppose, horses that come from from I suppose the back of the black bow came from obviously was touted as 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 a very good bumper horse and goes on in his novice hurdles and maybe doesn't quite make it at, at over over two miles, obviously, you know, and, and then just step him up in trip. And we've seen what he do that, of course, in the past with, 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 with plenty of horses and, and, and just runs him in the Albert Bartlett then. And he's just, I just think that's where he might go. Yeah, he might yeah. You know? And they obviously think a lot because um, in, in both the champion bumpers like Patrick, they loyal to him both times in in Cheltenham he picked him and then he, he picked him again in in Punchestown that that year so he's currently twenty five to one now for the Albert Bartlett and yeah. I just think uh, he was coming there to win the race there the last day you mentioned you mentioned the horse of Henry the Bromheads you, you think he would have beaten him but I think Blackbow is going quite handy you know in front and. I just think we will see him up and trip as 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 the season goes on. But um, if it was to press you at this stage, who will run and who will win running in this one? Uh, I think Easy Work will run. Um, uh, I think I wouldn't be surprised at all if the two of them run. To be honest, because I think they're, they they want to get races into both of them. Um, yeah, and I take Easy Work. I'd say Thomas Kyle. Uh, I. Keep the fate with Andy Dufresne if he runs. Yeah. So good. Interesting enough, I think if he, I think I'm with Ronan on this one. Easy work. He's he's come forward in such a short space of time. I think he's he's one definitely who who can keep improving this year and reach the highest level. That's easy work in Jiggenstown Colours and in in the in the Moscow Flyer Novices Hurdle. Lads, anything else just quickly before we wrap it up that you I suppose you keep an eye on or that you fancy this weekend? What will be in your eight points to play, Ronan Groom? Um. Easy work could could be there, um, and I have not there because it's on a Sunday. <laughs> oh God, yeah, Jesus, oh, not the races. Uh, the best, classic chase. Best, I had a good look at. Best bet of the weekend, Ronan Groom. Best bet. Yeah. Well, I, I had a good look at the classic chase, and uh, I quite like the look of Kimberlite Candy uh, for Tom Lacey in the JP colours. Richie McLaren's going to ride him. Thought he ran a huge race entry over the national fences, fences the last days to uh, a certain walk on the mill. Um, ran, ran, stayed on really nicely that day. Uh, that was a seasonal day, but he usually does run fresh. So I don't think he, I don't think he can actually say that he's going to come on from that. But it's, it still was a big run, and uh, he's got lots of nice kind of stay and chase form. Um, and I think I'm not sure the, the Hennessy form or the Labrox Trophy form is working out great or was the best race and I think his his form to be second to walk in the middle is probably as good as it and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up going above the condition on top of the market soon for the classic chase so Kimberlite Candy would probably be my, my best bet on Saturday Fair enough, I'm going to jump in these big Saturday handicaps have been good to me this season lads Tight call is on a lovely market for Tim Vaughan of 119, I think he's a nice horse and I think there is, I think it could be a sleeper, as I said already, in the big, the, the Lanzarote hurdle at 2.40 at Kempton on Saturday. I will definitely have him there. And just one as well, I think, Frodon might come back to, to winning ways at, at Kempton as well. Uh, Thomas Kyle, this weekend? 
won first Sunday. Um, Tony Martin horse in the Martin in the Martinstown Opportunity Chase at the Acorn. If he runs and wins, lads, he got he was out. He he was so far out of the race in Leperstown at Christmas. He had no chance. Finished sixth. He's he's top weight in this. It doesn't look a good race. Um, I don't know who will ride it. Um, but he's a point to point winner. If you go back, if you go back in his hurdles form, he was second. Second and third in um, maiden hurdles, he dropped the anchor behind him one day. Who's now 125 over hurdles, one 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 handicapped in Punchestown before Christmas, off 116 point to point winner was fourth. He got a couple of runs and chases, but the last day, if you watch him, he he had no chance. And where how even when he's sixth, he flew home. But he's up he's up three furlongs. If he runs, he wins, lad. <laughs> Magical stuff. Hasta. The man, the man from Summerhill. Is he Summerhill, Tony Martin? He's Kildaki now. Aaron's oh. mm. um, Fair enough, I suppose, lads. That wraps it up. Ronan, actually, I want to ask you one question. Go ahead. Are you going to give Chantilly a mention on, on Sky Sports Racing on, on, on next Tuesday? If I can, I will. I'll mention all the good work done by Barry Doyle on, uh, and Thomas Coyle on Champ.ie. <laughs> fantastic uh, initiative that the lads have put together in their spare time. Not even a full-time job. I think it's tremendous stuff. So if I can, I will. I'll slip it in. Absolutely. And um, listen, as I say, we're always trying to develop it. And I suppose stay tuned. The, the, the listeners will be doing stable visits as well. Uh, Thomas, can you might feature in there before the Dublin Racing Festival or the, or the Cheltenham Festival. Uh, we'll be doing, I suppose, a series. Um, so more to follow on that. But lads, we'll be back next Thursday to preview um, the following weekend's action. But I want to wish you the very best of luck. And we, lads, we need some winners in those eight points to play. That's for sure. <laughs> so very best of luck this weekend and look forward to I suppose senior selection Saturday morning. Good stuff. Cheers, Barry. Best of luck, lads. Good luck, good luck.